Put it this way. Adrian Newey's so good, I would honestly think he would have a still an advantage over Elon Musk. Peter. Okay, so Adrian Newey. Who is this guy? And somebody's asked me, what does he do? He's the Elon Musk of Formula One. Simple. <laughs> There's no better way to explain this guy. He is, he's working at the Red Bull Formula One team. He's the engineer, the aerodynamicist, and he's a designer of the car. Now, his job is very, very complicated. Now, this is the secret sauce of Red Bull's championship wins, race wins, everything. He really is the wizard behind the curtain, like I said. So, what he does, he's got a very, very complicated job. Now, his main thing to do is get the mechanical grip and the aerodynamical grip up to a good spec. So there's two parts that he'd be looking at. His job is to get as much grip out of the car without it getting too much drag that it slows down on the on the engine on the sorry, excuse me, on the straights. So he's got to get as much grip out of the car as he can to get the car working beautifully and if there's if there's enough grip, technically you'll be going quicker. Now, what does he do? He looks after the mechanical grip, which would be camber caster on tires front and back. Uh, because you can, I suppose, put it simply, you can point the tires in, out, up, down, so to speak, and that gives you more grip or it gives you less grip. Then he'll be looking at the right height of the car. Now, the right height of the car would be where the, the car is sitting versus the ground. So, in other words, if this is the ground, how, how close or how far away is the car from the ground? Technically, if the car is closer to the ground, it'll go through the air quicker and it'll be faster on the straights. And you should technically get more grip. Now, when we say technically, in theory, you should, right? And most times you will. But then again, sometimes it can give you too much grip. So you've always got to find that balance. And that's where Adrian Newey would be looking at things like that as well. Then you've got rake in the car. So if you're watching on YouTube, you've got the car facing to the front. So you've probably seen the Red Bull like that now, where it's it's very, um, well, a lot of rake on the car, where it's, it's really down dipping the weight of the cars on the front end of the car. So obviously the guy is actually setting the car up to get more front grip, right? Now, if he pulled the car back, back to let, let's say level, or even, now they don't do this, but let's say he put it like this, where it's facing up to the air, which would never happen, but Technically speaking, that would give you less grip on the on the front because the weight of the car is not on the front then. So you'd get more back-end grip. So he's looking at these type of scenarios. Then you've got, to finish off the mechanical grip, you've got the, the shocks, the suspension. Now you've got the shocks, okay? So he'd be looking at the, the bump and rebound. So in other words, bump would be where the shocks would be compressing down now, if it compresses down, it's going closer to the ground. Technically, you're getting more grip. Then the rebound, excuse me, would be where the, the, the shock is coming back to its original position. So it's like squeezing something down. That would be the bump. And then the rebound would be coming back up to its original position. And now, that's where you can get a lot of grip as well. Because technically speaking, of course, if you use more bump, it'll go to the deck. It'll go closer to the ground. Therefore, weight transfer goes to the ground. Therefore, you get more grip. And then the rebound, you've got to bring it back to its original position. But again, if, you're, if you've got too much grip, the rebound, you put on more rebound and it'll come back more to its original position. 
and give you less weight transfer. Therefore, it should give you less grip. It can be very, very technical, very fascinating, interesting though. I mean, because the, the amount of small little things behind the curtain, so to speak, are is a huge amount to winning versus losing. Um, okay, let's look at aerodynamic grip. Now, aerodynamic grip um, will be for a bit easier to explain where you've got the front and back wing. And I think we've all seen it, right? Where you've got, you know, the let's say on the Red Bull car, they've got Red Bulls uh, stickers on the back wing. You've got Red Bull on the front. So these give you more grip as well. So aerodynamic grip is, the best way to explain aerodynamic grip would be, as we, as we were all kids, we've all hung our hand out the window, right? And, you know, you put it out and all of a sudden the wind just pushes our hand back. Okay, that's resistance against the wind. Now, if we turn our hand ever so slightly this way, all of a sudden what happens? Our hand doesn't fly back because we're going through the wind easier. Now, with aerodynamics, with the cars, the Formula One cars especially, is that they can manipulate the wind to use that force that pushes your hand back. Use that force to manipulate it and turn the wind almost and turn it and to push the car down straight down directly down to the ground now technically speaking that's going to give you more grip so let's say a corner a car is going through a bend at 180 miles an hour and it's lacking a little bit of grip and it's understeering it's oh it's a bit everywhere all of a sudden you can put on a bit more aerodynamic grip and the car will just sit it'll just go it'll stick to the ground more i mean they even say and it's true and this was even true 20 years ago that they have so much downforce and by the way sorry the downforce is the amount that the wind pushes the car to the ground that's downforce these cars have so much downforce that you could literally drive a formula one car upside down in a tunnel and it would stick to the tunnel now obviously in real life you couldn't do it but you know if you could actually do that it would have that much downforce to keep it on the, the, the roof of the tunnel. I mean, it's, it's incredible, it's fascinating. Now, here's the other problem Adrian Newey would have. He's gotta get that good balance between mechanical grip and aerodynamical grip versus the engine speed, because there's no point in having all this grip if your engine is too slow. Now, what happens the other way? If your engine is too fast, but he doesn't have enough aerodynamical and mechanical grip, doesn't matter either. So he's always got to find the balance between both. And again, balance is a huge, huge part of the grip levels and just the general balance of a Formula One car. It, it huge amount. So Adrian Newey's job is not an easy job. He is mastering it at the moment for the last couple of years. He's been mastering it for a long, long time. Second question, how good is he? He's the Elon Musk of Formula One. There's no doubt about it. If Elon Musk came to Formula One, like in other words, if he packed up Tesla, is it SpaceX, I think? If he packed them up and goes, you know what guys, we're done. Uh, I've had enough, I'm going to Formula One. He'd be an amazing aerodynamicist, designer, engineer. He'd be unbelievable. Now he might lack in certain areas, but as, in a, as a whole, He'd be incredible and give him a little bit of time to get up to speed if he was at his peak versus Adrian Newey. Put it this way, Adrian Newey's so good, I would honestly think 
he would have a still an advantage over Elon Musk. Now, again, very, very minimal. And it would probably come down to just sheer experience and knowing cars and just being around a lot more. But just to give you an idea, I hope this helps. Adrian Newey is that good.